back. Part two of our sportsish introductory episode. And this part is where I bring in my co-host. And I knew, like I said, if I was going to have a sports podcast, I knew someone who knows sports. Well, who kind of lives, eats, and breathes sports, unlike myself. Well, obviously, I do a bit more now that I run a sports business, but, you know, I prefer the ish side of things. So I brought in, after a lot of thought, you know, I thought about another female co-host who also loves the ish side of things. Um, I thought about a family member because I have a lot of family members that work in kind of the sports industry. Uh, But I landed on one person who, like I said, is my favorite person in the world. And so it felt kind of natural because this person knows sports. He's played sports. He lives with me. He is my husband. His name is Ashton, and he is my co-host for the Sportsish Pod. Ashton, welcome to the Sportsish. Thank you. It's good to be here. Glad to know I'm your favorite person. Starting to maybe second guess that a little bit hearing you talk about James Harden, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> glad to be here. James Harden. I'm specimen. He is a specimen. I mean, look at the guy. He's a big dude. But Ashton is, like I said, he knows his sports. He played sports. He grew up in Canada. This is a Canadian man, which means he played hockey. Yes, yeah. So I, I mean, I grew up playing sports, um, playing hockey, football, soccer. Uh, played some hockey in college. Shout out to uh, ACHA Division Two. Um, Love it. Yeah, good old club hockey. Uh, yeah, so it's been you know a huge part of my life growing up. You know, always watch it sort of like a family event, right? Similar to you, it's like the, we're always watching you know ice hockey or things like that on the weekend. Um, so yeah. The difference, the difference between our sports experiences is that you actually excelled in the athleticism aspect where I failed in that channeled my energy elsewhere. But here we are (laughs) together. I I mean, I don't know. That probably depends on who you ask. So, well, you made it to college, you made it to college athletics. And one night in January 2015 was a key night for you in your college hockey career could you please elaborate what happened wait that night? I, I, which which night are you referring to I'm offended that you don't know what i'm talking about january i think it was like the 21st of 2015 and it is the night that i <laughs> attended my i'm so mad at you that you don't know what i'm talking about i attended my first i mean, I mean yes i think i know what you're talking hockey about hockey game in college. Yes. I know everyone in the stands at the <laughs> hockey game. <laughs> I, All okay, 300 Here's what happened on January 21st, 2015. I was at the scene. Thank you. We went, my friends and I went to a hockey game, and it's where I first saw Ashton. He was playing. I was there kind of covering sports. Uh, like I said previously, I was the sports reporter for my college, so I was covering the sports um, around college campus and I went to a hockey game and I spotted Ashton because he scored two goals and our our college's hockey team at the time was not very good and so he kind of was like this diamond in the rough so to speak he had this charisma this charisma about him that I was like who is 
Ashton Shimbashi, somebody tell me. Uh, and somebody did tell me and lined us up. But that's what happened. I'm sorry you don't remember it as clearly as I did. Well, I'm flattered. Uh, thank you. I'm not sure if I was deserving that intro, but uh, flattered, happy to be here, and happy to discuss all things sports-ish with you. You're kind of the sports, and I'm kind of the ish. You, you're pretty well-versed in professional sports. Yeah, I mean... I mean I mean, much more. I think sports-ish. I, I feel I feel comfortable with sports-ish. And I really, I'm gonna bring in that. I'm the color commentator. Color commentator. You can Love be it. play-by-play, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's move along to this week in sports. One thing we're always gonna do is we're just gonna review some of the top stories in the sports world and kind of break them down into a digestible, easy, fun, cute way for you. And this week was it was a big one. First of all, Tom Brady. The guy is out. The GOAT is gone. I, I don't even want to call him that. The GOAT is gone. Tom Brady retired for the second time. Yes, allegedly. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You don't think he would come back? No, I, I mean, I feel like it's a hard season to end on. So part of me is like, you got to come back. But also, like, I don't think he's coming back. For those of you who don't follow football closely but follow pop culture closely, you know that he and Giselle got divorced. But what you might not know is that Tom had the first losing season of his entire career, which means he lost more games than he won. And still made the playoffs. And still made the playoffs, which, yeah, mind-blowing. But this was his first season that that has ever happened to him. In the middle of the season, he got divorced from his long time, 13 years of marriage to Giselle. Um, two kids, one from a previous relationship, so basically three. They kind of raised them all together. And just a rough year for Tom. I think it was the right decision to retire, but the question remains, did he come back to football because his marriage was on the outs and he was like, you know what, if I don't have my family, then I'm going to stick with football? Or did the unretirement, so he retired and then he came back, is that what caused the marriage issues? What came first, the chicken or the egg, the unretirement or the marriage issues? I'm in the camp that he that their marriage was rocky and that it was a last-ditch effort to save their marriage by retiring. And then once it became clear that their marriage wasn't gonna work, he was just like, F that, like I gotta at least play football then. Like I only retired for that. Like if that's not gonna work, like let's go back, let's finish it, you know. Okay. And kind of regain his old life. I'll be upfront. I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but when he retired the first time, I was kind of like, okay, respect. Like, respect the GOAT, respect the career, respect the talent. I don't, like, love your extreme healthy eating habits. I think you're, like, a little bit of a pretty boy. Not my favorite person ever. But when he retired the first time, I was like, wait, okay. Wait, 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 you're, you're not into pretty boys? I mean, you know what I mean. He's like, he's too much. The guy doesn't eat bread. But I was not a fan, and then he retired, and I was like, okay, all right, I'll show some respect. I'll show some love. You are talented. And I respect the fact that when you say you're retiring, you're saying it's because you want to spend more time with your family. But 40 days later, he's like, just kidding. And then he comes back, and he plays this horrendous season. I guess it wasn't horrendous, but it wasn't a good season. And so, I don't know, I just felt like my respect went out the window for Tom when he did that. 
to Giselle, did that to his family, and I'm happy for her. I want her to live her absolute best life. Okay, NBA kind of went off this week in the sense that there was there's a new all-time scoring leader, and his name is LeBron James. Yes. How do you feel about LeBron? Yeah, I mean, like, look, I'm I'm probably in a similar camp with LeBron James as you are with Tom Brady. I don't love him, but I, I, I really love watching him. I think he's an incredible basketball player, just like a generational talent. I'm still like a MJ is the GOAT kind of guy. No. Um, no. But, like, look, unbelievable player. He's tormented the Raptors my entire life. Canada. Hashtag Canada. Yeah, represent. Represent. Did you see the photo that was floating around socials it was like with uh lebron james making the record-breaking shot versus the mj shot or um that like clutch shot in the finals i did and i mean basically what it was comparing is michael jordan's era when he was making this shot everyone was watching focused on the game present in the moment and then lebron breaking the record everyone was on their phones except for one person who was that phil knight Who's the founder of Nike. Dude, just chilling courtside, soaking it in. Honestly, love that. Props to Phil Knight for being present, but I would be on my phone filming as well. So, it's just our generation, as my parents would say. They love to talk about (laughs) our generation. Uh, Speaking of the NBA, there were a few trades that kind of shook things up. I'm not really into the trade thing. I feel like it's a part of sports, so I'm like, okay, like, cool not important to me but these were big ones yeah yeah there were some big trades pretty drama filled i mean kyrie irving was a big topic he's a drama king we call him a drama king at the sports ish i mean the dude thrives on creating drama i think he likes it yeah i mean i don't know he must i mean the amount of drama he brings to the table i'm i'm surprised he got signed so quickly but um yeah I mean, I guess he, when you know, when you... So Kyrie is going... So he got traded to the Mavericks. The Mavericks. And and LeBron wanted him to go to the Lakers. Yes. Rude of Kyrie not to do that. Well, that wasn't Kyrie. That was the Nets owner. He, like, he has, like, explicitly stated his goal was just to not send Kyrie to Lakers. Because I think Kyrie wanted to go to Lakers as well. Nets owner being Joe Sy. Yes. Who founded Alibaba, which is the Amazon... Of, like, the world, basically. Yeah, yeah. Very big in China. So that man has a lot of money. Um, yeah, so he sent him to Nike. This is kind of uh, some cool drama, though, because Kevin Durant, at the deadline, was traded to the Suns. Yeah. Um, and will be playing with Booker. And the Mavericks and the Suns. Booker being Kendall Jenner's ex-boyfriend. Yes. Kendall Booker's... I'm sorry. Kendall, Kendall Jenner's, Jenner's ex-boyfriend. I thought they were still together. Exactly. I will focus on the ish. <laughs> All right. Uh, but the cool thing is, is like the drama between those two teams, like in the playoffs, regular season. So in the playoffs, Mavericks sent them home. But now Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are in Arizona. And Kyrie and Luca are in Dallas. It'll be a great series that way. And I'm sure it'll be very drama filled when they play each other. Sure. We'll watch for the drama and the drama only. Um, so Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> and finally, Russell Westbrook. Can I throw in a little Russell Westbrook story? Sure. Okay, so Russell Westbrook. 
um, played against the Jazz when I worked for the Jazz. He was on OKC at the time, and I went into the locker room to film. And I walked in the locker room, and generally, like, players have towels on or, like, are already dressed by the time the reporters come in. And Russell Westbrook was not. He was he was naked. So I haven't seen many men naked in my life, um, but I saw Russell Westbrook naked. Oh, wow. okay. So that's a good segue, right? Into our, our he was traded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Segue into what? <laughs> segue into talking about him. Russell Westbrook seems like the guy who does not care about anything. Yeah, well, I think he cares about being traded to the Jazz. He hates them. Well, and the Jazz fans hate him. Yeah, maybe it'll be a nice reconciliation, but I, I have a feeling Russ doesn't play a game for the Jazz. Wow. All right. Last thing was the NFL Pro Bowl, which is similar to an all-star game. It's basically the best players in the NFL getting together. And they played a flag football game, and their coaches were Snoop Dogg and Peyton Manning against Pete Davidson and Eli Manning. Kind of weird. Yeah. Honestly, not a big fan of the Pro Bowl either. So we tried tried to watch it. Yeah. It was not great. No. I I did enjoy the, the dodgeball game, though. Dodgeball. Football players playing dodgeball is kind of fun to watch, actually. Yeah. I will say I was upset with the Pro Bowl because Joe Burrow did not come. And I... I love Joey B. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen did not come. Yes, he did not come either. I love Josh Allen. I don't know why Joe like Joe Burrow didn't come, but Josh People Allen. Saying they're like too cool. Too cool. Well, I mean, like <laughs> Josh Allen's excuse was he was injured, but he went and played like a pro AM golf tournament that same weekend. That sounds like something you would do. Yeah. Don't get me started on my husband's affinity for golf. I feel like it's just like a quintessential midlife or like you are not midlife honey you're not midlife but like anyone who played this, like any re- like remote sport like just played sports remotely once they get into like their middle aged manhood or whatever it's just like you pick up a golf obsession okay well it is damaging to your relationship and I'd say to most relationships <laughs> just kidding uh, golf is expensive though so that's my biggest gripe moving on to the biggest piece of sports news it is the most sportsish week of the year it is super bowl weekend this sunday the philadelphia eagles and the kansas city chiefs square off in super bowl 57 53 i don't know those numerals though like who knows how to read those because i don't (laughs) so i see like the logo and it's like super bowl x one one i don't know it's like in the 50s so at the sports dish, we like to call it, instead of Super Bowl weekend, we like to call it Rihanna's football concert because generally we're most excited for Rihanna. Are you are you with me there? Yeah, uh, I actually, I love the halftime shows. We're gonna talk halftime shows in a bit, but before we do, let's set the scene, set the stage, talk the sports, then we get to the ish. I'm rooting for the Eagles and I have a few reasons why. The first is that they produced a bomb Christmas album. Did you yeah. did you listen? Yeah, it was so good. It, I mean, uh, like shockingly, I mean, it's just like hard to not even watch. Jordan Mailata, he is an O lineman on the Philadelphia Eagles. The man has 
the voice of an angel. Yeah, uh, definitely a set of pipe. But you know what? You know who I was even more surprised with? Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, he's a grizzly bear, and who can sing? Yeah, a like a teddy bear, actually. Yeah, a teddy, a teddy bear. bear. He is sweet. We like we like the Kelsey brothers, and we like... So, if you hear a siren in the back, welcome to New York. That's where we live. We live in New York City. I feel like we didn't give any background about ourselves, but we live in New York City. We have two kids. Yes. Three-year-old George, four-month-old Rosie, who is sitting here as we film. Um, so, back to the Super Bowl. Rihanna's football concert. I'm cheering for the Eagles. Uh, reasons being their bomb Christmas album. Second reason being Jalen Hurts, their quarterback, is he's a total feminist, and I think it's really cool. He has an all-female team. His his agent is a female, and he's just surrounded himself with like powerful, badass women. And I think that's a really unique way to go in the professional sports world and the male professional sports world. Yeah, no, I honestly, I had no idea about that either until this week. I mean, he's a total stud on the field, like a great quarterback, but really cool to see. I, I've never, I had no idea, but honestly love that. I also am not a big Kansas City Chiefs fan in the sense that I'm not a Mahomes loyalist not, myself. Not a big Jackson Mahomes fan? Jackson Mahomes, it's the, yeah, it's his little brother, Jackson. The dude is obnoxious, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. He's a bit of an attention seeker, um, clout chaser. Yeah, he's kind of all over the place. Uh, I've only seen a handful of his TikToks, but it's it's a lot. Um, but it is the perfect fit for Patrick's wife. Okay, hot take. Hot take here. Brittany Mahomes, people are too hard on her. Yeah, I could see that, but I don't know. I'm going to step on a soapbox here. I'm, I'm not here for the Brittany Mahomes slander. I I don't like the notion of like loving and praising this quarterback. MVP, actually. He won the MVP award last yeah, night, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. He deserved it. Um, but then just totally trashing his wife and his high school sweetheart and the mother of his kids. I think it's kind of messed up. So, yes, I see people's points. She's a bit out there. She's... She's kind of um, unfiltered, as we call it. But I don't love the slander. Yeah, I don't. I don't follow the slander too much. But I'm. I'm going to be the people's guy here and uh, say like I, I join with that. I think she's kind of obnoxious. But I don't know her. I only see we don't. clips of we don't know her. social media. So you know, she's married to Patrick Mahomes. She's doing all right. She's, she's doing, doing all right. Didn't she buy a, a women's soccer club? She did, and Patrick is now a minority owner as well. See, did she like play soccer? She did. Hmm. Fun facts about Brittany Mahomes. People don't love her, but I just think people are, are a little too vocal about their hate. What, what is her name again? Brittany. Brittany Mahomes. Brittany Mahomes, live your life. <laughs> live your life, Brittany. Okay, so who are you cheering for? In this uh, you know what? I don't know. Honestly, I was cheering for the 49ers and the Bengals, so I might subscribe to the Christian McCaffrey. I hope they both lose. Um, that name. Aspire to that level of petty. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Total stud. Put my oh, fantasy did team... Did you hear that? Oh. Rosie it, just cooed at the sound of his name. Christian yeah, I don't, McCaffrey. I don't, I don't blame her at all. Rosie um, is her mother's daughter. Guy put my fantasy football team on his back, so I'm here for that. Well... I'll cheer for wherever he's going, so... Well, then we're in agreement that 
he's he's an all right guy. Yeah, short king, short king. Is he short? Pretty sure he's short. He certainly looks short against his team. Alexa, how tall is Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey weighs two hundred five pounds and is five feet eleven inches tall. Oh, honey, <laughs> that makes you a short king too. Yeah, short king. You are five eleven. There's no way he's five eleven. I don't believe that for a second. No, I think he's five eleven. If he's five eleven, I'm six <laughs> one. Well, you know what? He's he's making up for it in every other department. Yeah, guys killing it at life. Um, and in looks. But if I have to pick gun to head, I think I'm going. I gotta go. I guess I gotta go Eagles for the same reasons. I love. I love Jason Kelsey. Love Jason. Uh, Jalen Hurts, and I can't wait to see the absolute riots that take place in Philadelphia. That's honestly my favorite part. Philly fans are wild. Honestly, wild. I would love to go down to Philadelphia for the Super Bowl just for that reason. I mean, I saw this video. Uh, a fan last Super Bowl when they won it, literally jumping off traffic lights. We're talking like 20 feet in the air, doing a full-blown trust fall. Everyone there is hammered. The absolute insane levels of trust you have to have in just the city is absurd. Honestly, if you haven't seen it, you like you have to look it up. I just like, crazy. I mean, the fact that they have to grease up light poles and traffic lights so people quote-unquote, can't climb it, even though they still do. Love it. Love it. So, yeah, I guess I'm cheering for the Eagles. I'd like to see some riots. All right, moving on to the ish of the Super Bowl. The best part of the Super Bowl. The halftime show. Now, there were rumors this year that it was going to be Taylor Swift, which I was pumped for. I'm a Swifty myself. Shocker. Uh, I am a late millennial, which makes me automatically a Swifty. Yeah. Um... But it is Rihanna, Queen Riri. Now, Rihanna hasn't released an album since 2016, but she has been up to a lot. I'm going to kind of break it down. So she released Fenty Beauty in 2017. Do you know what that is? Uh, no. Okay. It's a makeup line, and it's incredible. She, uh, she was in Ocean's 8, which was like the female Ocean's 11 spinoff. Did you watch that? I did, on an airplane. Did you actually? I did, actually, on an airplane. Was it good? It was great. Okay. Don't act surprised. Don't do that. It was great. And Rihanna was actually top-notch, like one of the best, in, and it had a great cast. So It did have a great cast. Yeah, so we're going to watch that tonight. Buckle up. Friday date night. Let's go. Uh, She participated in COVID relief efforts. She started dating ASAP Rocky. And they had a baby together. And actually, one of the biggest pieces of news is that in 2021, she was declared a billionaire. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, good for her. Go go Rihanna. I didn't know that. That, That's super cool. And now Uh, she's doing this. I've, I've heard some whisperings that there is a potential for her to release an album. Really? At the Super Bowl. What? Word on the street. Stop starting rumors. That's making me excited. Yeah, that's some of the things that I've heard. Okay. Twitter. Favorite Rihanna song, go. Probably her little thing with Eminem. Love the way you lie. Big fan of that. Love that. They also did Monster together. Yes. Also love Monster. Do you think he's coming to the Super Bowl? I hope so. Guess I love him. Guess appears. That'd be fantastic. Two in a row. Because he was in last oh, year's he was Super there Bowl. last year with Mary J and Kendrick and Snoop. 
50 cent. 50 cent. 50 cent coming out upside down like a bat. <laughs> that was so sad. <laughs> See, I love, I love 50 cent. Love his music. No, but he just that was a tough posted look. on Twitter. Oh, I felt, I felt bad. The dude Large. probably thought he was going to look super cool. <laughs> And instead, just got absolutely flamed by the internet. Oh, I love you, 50 Cent. I'm sorry for the slander on the internet. I thought it was fantastic. Um, Great concert, though. So, we're pumped for Rihanna, needless to say. But there have been some epic, epic, epic Mm -hmm. Super Bowl performances. What comes to mind when you think of Super Bowl halftime shows? What show kind of sticks out to you? Janet Jackson. Okay, Janet Jackson. We're going there, apparently. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I will never forget where I was when the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake moment happened when I saw Janet Jackson's boo. Never forget, on my, on my couch in my family room, sitting next to my friend Matt, Matt Young, um, I, felt, I felt like so awkward about it because we were, we were young. How old were we? Yeah, uh, let's see, that was... It was 2004. So we were 11. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> do you remember where you were? I don't remember where I was, but I do remember that. I mean, how do you forget, forget seeing your first boob? It's Janet Jackson's boob. It was a pretty nice boob to see, to be honest. Thank you, Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our parents' generation, it's like, where were you when, when JFK was shot? And our generation is like... Where were you? <laughs> okay. Justin Timberlake pulled off Janet Jackson's bra on let's, national television. Let's take a couple steps back here. That's in poor taste. I'm I don't know if you can compare no, but Nipplegate, <laughs> Nipplegate. Nipplegate. Nipplegate to JFK getting shot. No, I'm not comparing the two events. It was just... Our generation's <laughs> JFK assassination? <laughs> kind of. I will never forget it. It was a moment that took my breath away, truly. And um, I'll never forget how I felt in that moment. Another iconic performance. Lady Gaga 2017. Incredible. Yeah, that one was really good. Beyonce 2013. She's never put on a bad performance in her life. You know what? Hot take. I don't love Beyonce's music. I love her performances. Get performances, unbelievable. But like, I've never been a, like I. I've never been a big like Beyonce. You're lying to yourself, fan. and it's sad. And I'm sorry. Love on top. Are we? I don't even know what that song is. Cr- what? Crazy in love. I'm sure I've heard that song. I just I don't like. I'm not like a. You're telling me you have never jammed out to single ladies. No. Okay. Well. That kind of makes sense because you've never been a single lady, so maybe you don't identify with the song, but you know she can sing. Yeah, oh yeah, beautiful voice, great singer. I just like it's not my not my like jam. Okay, Ashton's jam is like Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, which shout, no shout hate. Out to, uh, early two thousands punk no rock. No hate, but early two thousands punk rock. We it's a battle that we fight, but you know. I think um, Prince, 2007. Yeah, that one is, I mean, it's iconic. I wish I was a little bit older to really, like, appreciate it, but I've since, like, rewatched it, and, like, such a great show. I mean, In the Rain, super cool. As he sings Purple Rain. Yeah, as he sings Purple Rain. What an icon. I also really appreciated the Beyonce Coldplay Bruno Mars mashup. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was fun. That was, that really was in 2016. 2015, though. 
Katy Perry. Katy Perry and the Left Shark. Left Shark. Um, yeah. Super Bowl where we met. We met. Okay, so <laughs> this makes me sound like a freak. I spotted Ashton at the hockey game, but we didn't meet meet until a Super Bowl party, which kind of makes the Super Bowl fun for us every year. Yeah. A little nostalgic. I made guacamole that night. Yeah, I remember the guacamole, the football field guacamole. I turned it into a football field. Yes. The guacamole is amazing, by the way. Thank you. I It is my sole talent in life is that I make pretty decent guacamole. I mean, I wouldn't say sole talent, but at least top five for sure. Talents. Top five talents is my guac making. Yeah, guacamole, fantastic. Remember you wearing your New York Giants shirt? Love. Um, sorry, Eagles fans. Sorry. I am from New York. I just had to represent. Okay. okay, you're from Connecticut. Okay, Connecticut is right. I'm from a suburb of New York. Connecticut has no football team. Layoff. Um, yeah. It was a good night, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was a great night. Right and at the end of the night, Ashton, like a real man, came up and got my number. You know, people don't really do that anymore. Like a real man. Like a real man. People don't do it. Like someone was telling me that in the dating world, it's less common these days to ask for someone's number because they're all meeting. Now they're getting like toast snaps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's so funny. I love hearing coworkers talk about dating. I'm happy we're here. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. Same. Eight same. years strong. One of the worst Super Bowl halftime performances. This one, just I remember it ending and being like, wow, that was horrendous. Maroon 5. Maroon 5. Wow. Yeah, terrible. And now I know why. It's because Adam Levine is the scum of the earth. And we don't cheer for him in any capacity. And he gave a terrible Super Bowl performance. And Which then, actually surprised me because I do like his music. Well, that makes Really enjoyed him on The Voice. I do. I do love The Voice. The Voice is kind of a fun show. When he was there, him and Blake Shelton. Okay, I, I feel that, but now we know. He's not a good human being. That's going to kind of wrap it up for us today. A short, fun little Super Bowl episode. If you are kind of not a football fanatic, but want to talk football at your Super Bowl party, follow the Sportsish. We've got all the tips and kind of the breakdowns. This is the most one of the most evenly matched Super Bowls ever in terms of record like both teams are have a very similar record and there's no like clear favorite here no one knows who's gonna win there's no clear winner there's no underdog the the NFL released their script for the game goodness let's let's talk about that another time but honestly there's this rumor that the NFL is scripted who's behind the rumor People who would be behind it would be like Roger Goodell. I see that. Roger Goodell seems like a sketchy human to me. And I could see him doing something weird like that. <laughs> so, whether this is scripted or not, I'm cheering for the Eagles. I'm making guac. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. We will see you guys next week for Wednesday the 15th. Wednesday's going to be when we release our episodes. We are recording Tuesday night on Valentine's Day for our Valentine's date. We'll be Love to hear it. Kind of I guess cute. I'll uh, cancel my uh, Valentine's Day plans. Yeah. Oh, sh- okay. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, Ashton. Thank you. Thank you to all our listeners. All our, all our new followers. This is like our first official episode, so it's kind of fun, kind of exciting. And we got our baby to sleep while we recorded an episode. I bounced her with my foot in the bouncer as we talked sports-ish. Win. Win is a win.